right, welcome to another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Jake. We've got Zoner and Marley with us tonight, as always. Hello. Hi, as always. What, as what does that always. mean? I think he's saying that we're the reliable ones. <laughs> oh, you know, it isn't very often that we die. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Usually Zoner and Marley are here. I've died a couple of times, I admit it. But, you know. Yes. It's all good. Yes. It's all good. And those who aren't with us, may they rest in peace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I love it when I'm getting ready to start a podcast like this and my computer says, hey, you need to restart for an update. No! Uh, not right now. That's the worst. Yeah. The other day at work, our IT department didn't announce that they were pushing out an update that was going to take like two hours on everyone's machine and force multiple reboots. And they pushed it out at 9 a.m. And oh, wow. so everybody, like everybody on my team is like, oh, crap, here we go. Uh, it was brutal. So, yeah, got to love those updates. Yep. Always the best. Well, we are officially on the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier Eve tonight as we're recording this. This will come out after oh. it's already passed. So yeah, much after. Yeah. Much after <laughs> a couple months or something. Oh wait, no, 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 it, like week. it may see the light of day. It may not. We'll see. We'll see but how it, the episode goes or but yeah. it has to come out in April because of animated April. We made this a thing. So we're keeping it a thing, honor. Well, I, I guess I better be sure to edit it then sometime before well, next Friday. Part of editing it would probably be like everybody's got to get you their audio files. Yeah. Did, did that not happen? Well, Jake is At slow sometimes. No, it's happened a couple of times where Zoner will be like, hey, you ever upload those audio files for me? <laughs> I mean, he's never asked me that question. Well, no, because you do it like as we're wrapping up every time. <laughs> Oh, somebody's on task. A, yeah. That's because I know I'll forget. So if I don't do it right after. <laughs> yeah. The sad thing is I also know that I'll forget and I still don't do it right after. So. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when I forget. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> wow. Oh, there crap. I forgot to hit save. For those of you that are wanting a behind the scenes look at the production of Stolen Droids podcast. There you go. Yep, there you go. Sorry, we're not Yay. that exciting. That <laughs> that should be is. some Patreon content or something. Well, we'd have to have a Patreon for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We need to get that figured out. Someday. Yeah, yeah. So, but we, we are talking uh, animation. What does that and sound? I, it was I think crickets. he's trying to be a cricket. It was, it was a cricket, yeah. Oh, <laughs> It sounded like because you kind of turned when you did it because you're going to your board, but it's like it's almost like it was your chair creaking. Creak. Yeah, creak. That, that would be a pretty <laughs> awesome creak on the chair, to be honest. But <laughs> but we interrupted you, Zoner. What were you saying? It's animation April. It is animation like Marley April. said. Yay! We've we've got to do animation, so let's talk some animation. We are talking some animation for our last animation April episode. And today we're talking about Raya and the Last Dragon. I said it right when we talked I was about it last week. Marley was like, it's not Raya. And I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was Raya for the longest time until I saw the movie and they were like, 
I think she even corrects them. I think maybe at one time she was like, it's Raya or something. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't remember, but now it's like stuck in my brain. We yeah. should just call it Ray Ray. Yeah. Ray Ray. Yeah. It'd be Ray Ray. See. <laughs> Ray Ray. I, I had the same problem when, when Moana came out, I thought it was Mona, but it was not. Oh it was Mona. I, yeah. I, I think I thought the same thing before it came out. Yeah, I mean, and then, like, it doesn't work with Moana, the song. Make way, make way. Well, no, it doesn't yeah, that, work. That doesn't work with the songs if it's Mona. <laughs> well, yeah, and Mona, Mona is the redheaded mother from Who's the Boss? Isn't wasn't her name Mona? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I always think of when I hear the name. Or she, I, I see. This is a very obscure reference to you guys. If Colin was here, I think he would get it. But Mona, to me is the bad guy in Pretty Little Liars, mm. the TV show. Yeah, Anyways, I've never she's seen not really, it. She's sort of the bad guy, but not really. It's a long story. You'd have to watch the whole show to know what I mean. <laughs> Colin, Colin might have gotten that reference. I don't know. Honestly, it's been so long. I don't know what Colin's into anymore. Him, I'm finding that he's into a lot of those same kind of teen drama shows that I've been into. I've I've said for for years, and by years I mean like two, that we need to have Colin on movies that make us if we ever do like a rom com month because oh yeah guy, oh he'll be all over that like oh, more yeah. than any of the three of us that are on the show he is into the romantic comedy quote unquote chick flicks I don't like to say chick flicks but that's what they are right that's what people yeah. call them so it's fine yeah I don't want to be offensive to anybody I'll be offensive I know that's just, I, I that's wanted to just leave that slot for you Zoner. <laughs> that's my thing i'm the one that that goes offensive oh my goodness but hey let's talk about some southeast asia shall we yeah let's yes. talk about because there's nothing that i can do there that won't be offensive i know i'm ready to i don't know what <laughs> remove you from the stream or something if need be we'll get ready no. jake we'll get ready no uh so ray and the last dragon raya Raya? Raya. Crap. Raya. I don't know. Raya? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I said anymore. So Ray like Ray and that dragon, uh, <laughs> they hit theaters because theaters are still a thing apparently. Yeah. Uh, but they also hit Disney Plus. Yep. So that, where did yeah. where did you guys watch? Uh, Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, I watched on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, as did I. I don't know. So I've seen one movie in the theaters during this whole – well, two For the movies. past year? Yeah, over the last year when one of our local theater chains, Megaplex, opened up and started having some classic films. Um, and they had Lord of the Rings. And I had, as weird as this sounds, I had never seen Fellowship of the Ring on the big screen. I love Lord of the Rings, oh. but that came out while I was in Germany for a couple of years. Oh, so I didn't get gotcha. to see it. So I took the opportunity to go see that. And I also went and saw Ghostbusters when they were playing that. And I think what I've decided is I love being able to go to the theater and I think it's great that they've opened up and tried to make it as safe as possible. And I think all of that's wonderful, but it's just not the same. Like going to see a new movie in a packed theater and everybody's excited to be there is just a very different feeling than a half or even less full theater. Like Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies. I was so excited to go watch it in the theater. And it was like me and like one other family sitting on the back row. (laughs) Uh, in the theater and that was it and so that sucks the jokes weren't 
like they don't land as well in a big theater if it's empty because you don't have everybody laughing and things like that. Yeah. So there's nothing for it to land on. Yeah. Yeah. Is it even funny if there's no one there to laugh? Exactly. That's the that is a tree philosophy the there. Right there. It's a joke funny. Did anyone no laugh? laugh? <laughs> yeah, not as yeah, not as much. I chuckled a couple of times, but anyway. I love Ghostbusters. It's one of my favorites. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it was their big anniversary push because I think last year was their 35th anniversary. Yeah. And so. Wow. I'm old. Well, and isn't that when the other Ghostbuster movie was supposed to come out? Right. The one with. um, Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. With. uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Thank you. I was like, Ryan Rudd. No, it's not Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Paul Rudd. Although I would go see a Ghostbusters movie with Ryan Reynolds and Paul Rudd. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. That would be so fun. Yeah. But isn't there supposed to be a, I want to say it's a Disney movie. Isn't there supposed to be like some sort of Disney movie with Ryan Reynolds in it? Fry guy or free guy or something like that. Oh, I don't know if it's a Disney movie, but, yes. but it's, is it Disney? I don't know, but it's a video game based one, right? Where yeah, he's like, maybe it was Fox. Is it? I'm going to look this up. But is it Free Guy, though? Oh, what is it called? Oh, it's not coming yeah. out till August. Is it called Free Guy? Yep. Free Guy. Yeah, it's called Free Guy. Yeah, which I love the concept of this movie because it's he's basically an NPC in a video game. That's a non-playable character for those of you at home that may not know the lingo. I just wanted to prove that I did. And in the video, and he decides to, like, he doesn't want to repeat his life over and over again and decides to take part in the video game and, and the action. And it looks interesting. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. I don't think it is Disney. I don't know. I'm trying to look and see why isn't IMDb telling me? I don't know. Anyways, Probably because it's not Disney. Anyways, I swear it was, I don't know. Anyways, back to it's, uh, Disney it's Plus. It's a 20th century Fox. It's uh, a Fox production. So it's so it Disney. Disney now. Disney now, yeah. Huh. Which anyway. sounds like it could be a TV channel. Disney now. Disney sure. now. You got Disney, Disney Junior, Disney Plus, and now Disney now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's a channel on the Roku. <laughs> Is it? Oh my goodness. I kind of feel I like think it might be. I kind of feel like Disney now would be a great name for their streaming service instead of Disney Plus. Oh, I agree. But that makes much more sense. That's probably why they didn't do it. Yeah, although Plus is now the big deal because you've got Disney Plus and Apple Plus and Paramount Hulu Plus. Plus, Paramount Plus, which has been a lot more decent than I thought it would be. I've been enjoying oh, Paramount Plus. Do you have now. it? Mm-hmm. Nice Star Trek content. I had to. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Have Have you watched Yellowstone? We are like way off topic. We're like. <laughs> have you watched Yellowstone though on Paramount Plus? Not yet. Don't watch it with the kids in the room. But well, wow, my- it's it's good. It's and, really good. Zoner, you'll appreciate this as a father of six. My preference anytime I'm watching something is to not have the kids in the room. Not because it's inappropriate, <laughs> but just because they're always there. Oh yep, my goodness. I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. But when we watched Raya and the Last Dragon, we had the kids in the room because it was yes. very kid friendly. You know, yes. I probably watched it, I don't know, 10 times. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. My kids love it. Mm-hmm. They just. Oh, they just love it. It took me, I actually just barely watched it. Not last weekend, but the weekend before. 
Because I, so I share a Disney Plus account with some people and they did get the premiere access to this film. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it eventually. And I was like hearing a lot of good things about it from various people. And I was like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually, you know. And sure enough, I, we, my boyfriend Jason and I finally just sat down and watched it one day and we're just like, okay, this movie was fantastic. Why did we wait so long to watch it? It it was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the story was just different than anything we've seen from Disney in the past. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But not so different that it didn't feel Disney. Like it still felt like a Disney film. Well, yeah, because it, you know, Disney hates parents. So, you know, (laughs) there was one parent already dead and it was just her and her dad. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Let's throw that warning out here. Spoilers. Yeah. So So. a couple of things as far as spoilers go. Number one, if you're if you've listened to our show before, you know, we go into spoilers. So be prepared for the spoilers. And number two, we've waited a month before we started talking about this. So we've given you time to go watch it. Yes. But if you haven't seen it, you'll want to come back and listen to this episode after you see it, because we will be spoiling it for sure. Spoilers! For sure, for sure. I just put up the banner. I like and, and yeah, I don't know that killing the parents is that much of a spoiler in any Disney film. So. Well, it's not even just the part with um with her dad, but I just mean, even in the beginning, it was, where's her mom? You know what I mean? So it's just like, already, it's not a complete family. Yeah. You know, yeah. just Disney, Disney just always loves to do that sort of thing. And yeah, <laughs> and as someone who, you know, grew up in a family where my parents were divorced, it was nice to see like single parents depicted in movies and stuff. But it would also be nice to see regular parents depicted in movies by Disney too. Like they don't have to do all single parents, you know, but, or no parents. who get killed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the married ones always get killed, though. I mean, <laughs> there, there are a few exceptions like Inside Out. Both of her parents are in the picture. True. Oh, I still haven't seen that one. <laughs> oh, Marley. You still get haven't on that. seen Inside Out? Marley, that's no. like one of the best Pixar movies. <laughs> yeah, know. It, it really is. It really is one of the best. It. It's a good one. It's fun. It's, it's another one of those that I don't know what happened, but like everybody went to, all my friends went to go see it without me. And I just didn't ever get around to seeing it. That's what happened with Up. Like everybody was just like ranting and raving about up and they all went to go see it. And I don't even know what I was doing or why they didn't invite me. And, but I got mad because everyone kept leaving me out. And so I was stubborn and I'm like, I don't want to see up. I don't want to, I don't like it anymore. So are you telling me? I finally did watch it and I haven't seen it ever again. You only watched it once. You're like, that's it. I'm not watching it. ever. It's a cute movie, but it still has that sour taste in my mouth because of that experience. And I feel like kind of sort of the same thing with Inside Out, but not as extreme. Well, that's too bad because those are two, like, those are <laughs> yeah, probably those like, are my like top the two three best as far as Pixar goes. So, I, yeah. I believe you. I just, I'm like, eh, I don't really care. It's whatever. But this film, though, Riot and the Last Dragon, I, again, like, I heard good things about it and I finally watched it and I was very pleasantly surprised with how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. And how, um, I mean, immediately you just, you love this character and you're rooting for her and, you know, you, cause what, what's going on is that like, there's like these different tribes that got separated and they all want a piece of the power. And then, then they want to, I'm totally like skipping all over the place here. 
That's okay. But then, but then they want to, um, some, some people are like, well, we're stronger together. So let's try to like come back and like do that. But it takes actually quite some years. I think it's kind of interesting that time skip that they had. It was like, what, like five or six years or was it more than that? I I think it's more than that. Was Was it that? I don't, I don't remember what the time skip was, but yeah, yeah, it was a sizable amount. But it was just, yeah. Anyway, so just kind of watching her character. So we get to see her young and then again with the time skip. And so she's a little bit older and more refined and everything. And it's just, it's just, it is definitely interesting to like see that shift but it was also kind of cool too, because when she comes across her nemesis again, spoiler alert, stupid Namari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. She's only stupid in the beginning, but she has she has a nice redemption arc, I think. No, she yeah. she's stupid pretty much throughout. <laughs> I actually like I thought like just aesthetic aesthetic wise she was a really cool character like she was mm-hmm. like she had a cool haircut she always yeah. had cute like cool outfits on and um I you know she was a she good was, villain she was so I that made me so mad like in the in the beginning when she betrays Raya I was so mad I was like no I wanted them to be BFFs yeah. <laughs> Well, and I feel like she's just kind of a pawn. She's a good good villain, but she's still just kind of a pawn the entire time. Mm-hmm. She's she's like Darth Vader to her mom's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't even really... know if I give her that level though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Darth Vader was off doing his own crap. She just kind of did what she was told. She stayed in her lane. Yeah. But I agree. I think she was a really cool character. I think the look and feel of this film was incredible because it takes it us was to gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's beautifully animated, and it takes us to a part of the world that we don't see a lot of movies from here in the U.S. Like yeah. obviously, you know, other parts of the world, sure, but here it's kind of a landscape and a feel that we don't get to see as often. Yeah, there's very much a Southeast Asian feel to the entire. To the entire movie, which I haven't hung out in Southeast Asia a lot, but I have watched a lot of documentaries, watched a lot of Vietnam movies. Uh, but it's got that it's got that look. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. And even though it is like a fictional world, obviously, like you can yes. still tell, like, because there's the there's like what five kingdoms or six kingdoms. Either way, like you can tell where each of them kind of lands mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Like if it was here if in this world today, like you can tell you're like, Oh, like the Northern people, like the big brute guys. And they're all wearing like furs and it's like wintry where they're at. I'm like, Mongolia. Mongolia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just really cool to like, see even the different landscapes within the, um, within that world, you know? And it was very, it was still very, um, like it was, it, all of it was still pretty uh, Asian, but that was yes. just really cool to see that variety. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I thought it was just beautifully animated. And I thought the acting, yeah, it's voice acting. I thought they did a great job. I was not a big fan though of, what is it? Sisu, the dragon. <gasps> what? Do you she not, just, are you not an Aquafina fan? I don't even know who Aquafina is other than a water company. <laughs> He's like, no, I prefer Dasani. Maybe smart water. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know oh, who Aquafina is, but something about her just really bothered me. It didn't it didn't click well, for some reason I, for me. I thought she was great, personally. I think if you knew 
more of Aquafina and her personality, you would know it, it would have like fit better. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause she, so, so she's a, um, she's an actress and a comedian and I guess she's also a rapper and an author, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, wow. but she's just, yeah, she's hysterical and she definitely has that distinct. Life, Jeez. What? I was just asking Zoner what he's done with his life compared to oh. Aquafina. <laughs> but she she does have a very distinct voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and whenever she shows up in something, you're just like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. So I was, I mean, I, I enjoyed her character. I thought it was fun how it wasn't like what you were expecting. Like you you thought this this when you finally meet a dragon in this movie, that it would be like she would be very or he or she would be very like proper and mm-hmm. I don't stately, know. almost yeah. almost like royal. Yeah, but instead you get like the opposite. You get like this goofball, and yeah. she's kind of clumsy and silly. And I just thought that was actually a, a really nice touch to this movie because it added that comedic value to this uh-huh. movie that it needed. Her performance to me was very reminiscent of. Eddie Murphy as Mushu or Robin Williams oh. as the genie in Aladdin. Yes. It's a great comparison. I thought she did a great job and I really enjoyed her character quite a bit because you need in a movie that's very dystopian, very end of the world feel. You need a little bit of comic relief and that wasn't necessarily the source where you thought you were going to get it when the movie's called Riot and the last dragon you expect, like you guys said, the dragon to be very stately and they, yeah, they didn't have it be that way. And I thought that was really good. Yeah. And, and maybe that's what it was for me. It just kind of, it wasn't what I expected. And I don't know the, the actress or, and so it just, see, I, I, do, I, I don't know. I do think it's because you don't know Aquafina, So you didn't know to expect that, but it would be like if you went and saw Aladdin for the first time and you didn't know who Robin Williams was, but if you, which would be really weird because yeah. in the 90s when Aladdin was made, everybody knew who Robin Williams oh, was. Yeah. But but if you didn't, I don't know that you would expect the genie to be what the genie was. But because Genie we, was a spaz if you don't know Robin Williams. Right. But but Robin Williams was, was a spaz. Robin Williams, it was exactly what you expected. And I think yeah. knowing that it was Aquafina, and same thing with Eddie Murphy as Mushu. I think mm-hmm. knowing that it was Aquafina doing the voice, I was like, okay, I know this is going to be funny. I know this is going to be entertaining. And and she really brought it. Yeah. Now I'm not saying I didn't find her entertaining. She just didn't click with me. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that Kelly Marie Tran did a great job as Raya. I really liked Benedict Wong. Oh my gosh. Yes. His character. Mm-hmm. Talk about another character that was a little unexpected. Yes. Like their personality too. Yeah. Cause he was one of the, I guess, Mongolian types and he at first he looked like he was going to kill these main characters, you know, like he had them like strung up and was like, what am I going to do with you? You trespassed. I'm big and scary. Oh. And then you find out that he's not, that he's the biggest softy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the exact opposite of what you would expect. Kind of like Sisu. Yeah. Yeah. The exact opposite of what you would expect. But I really liked his character a lot. I thought, you know, he, he's trying to be hardcore. He's trying to, to show, okay, look at how awesome of a warrior I am. And then you get to know him and it's like, the dude's just a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. I really liked how he did that. He had some really, he had some really fun lines too. Like he, he was yes. also really funny in his own way. It was just a little more, if I'm remembering right, 
like it was a little more dry at times his humor yes yeah more subdued and yeah 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 i and i like that that's i i think that's good stuff daniel day kim was amazing as well Okay, can I just say, I ha- okay, I'm so glad you brought that up because I forgot about that until now. So so he plays the dad, Raya's dad. Yes. And as soon as, like, the first time you see him, I was looking at his character and I'm like, okay, he looks so familiar. <laughs> he looks so, so familiar. And I was like, how he was he lost. <laughs> and I was like, is that, is that Jin? Jin from Lost? <laughs> and I had to look it up and sure enough, I was like, yes. That's Jin! And they did so good making his animated character look just like him. Yeah. Goodness, technology is amazing. And he was just, I mean, he had that stately royal properness to him that you would expect from the dragon. But yet, there was something about him that you could relate to. Mm -hmm. At least for me, there was. And maybe it's because I'm the father of of four daughters. But... I think they do a good job of, of introducing that aspect of his character right up front. Yes. When, you know, she's going through and trying to get to um, the heart and he's protecting it and everything. And then the conversation that the two of them have after that, where you can tell it's a very loving father daughter relationship. And I think, I think you're right. Zoner as a dad, three girls. Yeah. Like I connected with that character. for Sure. Yeah, I, I really did. And, and I thought, I thought it was awesome. How, just how he was like everything about him. I thought was just a great character. He he wanted to bring everyone together. He wanted, let's have world peace. Let's, let's mm-hmm. stop yeah. this stupid fighting over nothing. And, you know, I, I liked everything about his character. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He, he had a lot of hope, you yes, know, he, he wanted to, yeah. you know, and he wanted to, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Well, he had good intentions. That's what I was trying to say. Like he, his heart was in the right place, which makes sense because he comes from the tribe heart. Yep. <laughs> see what I did there? Well, see, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but he actually had the actions to back it up, which well, is the difference. And I love oh. that that his lessons on trust and everything that inst- he instills that in Raya. And yeah, she forgets about it. And that, and Sisu is the one that helps her kind of remember those things that he believed in. And she, you know, she gets disillusioned because of what her nemesis does and what happens there at the heart. So yeah, I, I liked his character a lot. You you mentioned Kelly Marie Tran as Raya. I thought she was fantastic. And I was glad to see her in something outside of Star Wars. And wait, who was she in Star Wars? I'm sorry. Getting her confused with someone, I think. Who Kelly Marie Tran? No, she was in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, oh, she was in Last she, Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, oh, she played Rose. Um, yeah, she was Rose. Oh, that's what I, I thought. Didn't know that. When you guys were when I was like, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but no, yeah, she was Rose <laughs> in Star Wars. In Star Wars, she did a good job. I mean, she's a good actress. I didn't care for the character, but I mean, that's that's not her fault. That's... No, it's just because you have horrible taste. So it's your <laughs> fault. But she's a good actress. And I think that this this film really proves that. That she's she's not just the token Asian character in the Star Wars universe. She's an actual legitimate actress who can do a really good job when given the opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and she definitely wasn't the token anything in this movie because... No. Had, you know, and I, and I like when 
they do stuff like this when they make a movie that's based in a certain part of the world and they get actors from that part of the world to yes. do the voices or to play the roles. I think we're seeing something similar with the new Marvel movie that they just released the trailer for this week. Oh, Shang-Chi? Yeah, Shang-Chi. Or Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Representation matters, and I think that they do a good job in this movie. Well, and even even just the, like, even if they're not necessarily from that part of the world, maybe they have heritage from Mm -hmm. those countries. And that's also really awesome to make sure that even Asian Americans or whatever, you know, whatever culture it might be are included. Yeah. And Disney and a lot of companies that have been making movies and films and television for a long time have a history of not doing that. You can see when they represent different cultures in their films, you know, from 40 or 50 years ago or 60 years ago, they are playing it in a very stereotypical, exaggerated way that now would be offensive yes probably was offensive back then but more acceptable that's not anyway it's it's just how it was it was a different time history is like a different country it's just different you go to a different country you're going to see different things than you see in your home in your home country history is the same way you're going to see different things that's true when I was in Germany, they had ads for airline companies that usually involved a nude model. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> don't know why. Okay. Can we talk about how awesome Con Baby is? Mm. <laughs> that's like what that's what her name was before they found out what her actual name was. Because I always watch with subtitles on and it actually said Con Baby, and that's mm-hmm. what they like called her. And I just I thought that was so funny. Yeah. That was also another, like, one of those characters that was unexpected. Because, like, when you yes. first meet them, and those little monkeys? Yeah, the little monkeys. Is that what they are as monkeys? Sure. We'll, we'll call them monkeys. <laughs> I'm sure there's some type of spe- specific species, and I'm just yeah. so uh, not familiar. But anyways, like, even those guys, like, they first start off by, like, stealing from her and trying to, like, mess with her. And then they end up being on her side and and everything. And they come along with Raya on this journey as she's kind of, it's funny, she's kind of, like, collecting people as she goes along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even cute little Boone, the little, uh, the Shrimporium kid. He was so cute. Oh, my goodness. I I enjoyed him. Yeah, he was really good. He was really good. And it's interesting because... I love these kinds of stories, these fantasy type stories where the person is on a quest and we got kind of her backstory and why she was on a quest. And then we get the time leap where it's a number of years where she hasn't found anything. She hasn't gotten any piece of the the stone that she's looking for. She hasn't found it. She's been looking all over and whatever. And now all of a sudden she finds Sisu. She finds all the pieces, like everything comes together in a matter of days. And I love those, those kinds of stories, but anyway gathering all the people together and everything. Yeah. What has she been doing for the last few years? Just rolling around on that little bug thing of hers? On her roly-poly. Tuck-tuck. Yeah, Yeah, Tuck-tuck. Who's voiced by Alan Tudyk. Yes. (laughs) Who seems to just keep popping up in every... Yeah. He's Juilliard-trained to make noises like that. It's so amazing. Like the the retarded chicken in Moana. That's Alan Tudyk. That's that's what that guy does. He went to Juilliard to do that. That's insane. (laughs) Alan Tudyk is a very talented actor who has realized that he has a certain talent that he does better than almost anybody out there. 
and he's not too proud to do it. He's no. not too good for, you know, doing those yeah. kind, taking on those kinds of roles, and he does a great it's job awesome. every time. Got to have somebody to do it. He mm-hmm. may as well be the one. But he's also a yeah. great actor in other things. Like I loved him in Firefly, loved yep. him in A Knight's Tale. I mean, he's he's had some great performances as an actual actor as well, not just doing weird animal sounds. <laughs> true. So, <laughs> and isn't is he? Um, is he the one that's in Resident Alien? Yes. I need to still see that, but I've seen I yeah I've seen like ads for it. Yeah, I hear it's fantastic. I haven't watched it either. I have to like admit something to you guys here. But, like, okay, when it comes to, like, movies and shows and things, I'm, and even just, like, everyday life, I'm not a crier. I am not a crier. Like, very, hardly ever. But, like. Never cry at movies. I've never once cried in a movie. Just ask my wife. I just never do. It's not that I'm heartless. Like, I feel the things, but it just, no tears. But I just have to say, though, at the end of this movie, when, like, everything was, like, resolved and um, because what happens is, is, like, everybody, a lot of people get turned to stone because, like, the big bad force enemy evil force in the world, when it comes at you, it, like, turns you to stone. And it's really sad. But anyways, once they defeat that and all the dragons come back and they bring the light back and everything and everyone is not turned to stone anymore... And they're like all reuniting with their families. And then like towards the end, because it kind of goes through and all of the all of the friends that Raya made along the way, it kind of shows them first. Mm-hmm. And then we get to her and her dad, Chief Benja and Ben. Yeah, Benja. And they when they reunite, like I just lost it. I yeah. just like started bawling. And I was again, I was watching this, this show with with my boyfriend. And I was trying to like hide it because I didn't want him to see. <laughs> and he like looks over at me and he's like, are you, are you crying right now? And he's like, he was freaking out. It was really funny, That's but funny. I just like couldn't hold it in. And I'm like, it's just so happy. Everyone is reunited. <laughs> so, there you go. It was just like one of like the most like heartwarming things I've seen in a really long time. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't contain it anymore. So that's also why I'm like, okay. That means this movie is good. If it can make me cry like that, tears of joy, that is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So that could be what we rate this movie is so good, it even made Marley cry. Yes. That's, that's impressive. I, I, mean, I, on the other hand, I will cry at any movie. Honestly, like I'll watch a movie and we're reviewing Rudy on movies that make us this, this oh. week. And I watched that and I've seen it, I don't know dozens of times at least and still there are moments in that movie where i just start crying and it's fine i'm not ashamed my wife makes fun (laughs) of me every time but it's okay she knew it before we got married so it's fine (laughs) i don't cry very often during movies i think the last one i cried during was infinity war the i think Maybe, but I almost cried during an episode of Bluey the other day. So I think I'm just getting soft in my old age. Yeah, that might be the case. If that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, that just sitting there and, and Bluey touched me in a way that cartoons don't usually touch me. <laughs> Do you need to talk to a counselor? Like, I don't, oh, wow. I don't know if I like that sentence. Yeah, I I realized this. As I was as I was talking, it came out, and then I I realized like, I gotta finish this, and it's like it's Jack not going Black the line. way I 
it's it's not the words I wanted. Okay. <laughs> For once, it wasn't the words <laughs> I wanted. Yeah, it's like oh, the Jack man. Black now, sentence in School of Rock where he talks about their kids and he says, they've all touched me and I'm pretty sure I've touched some of them or something like that. It's like... <laughs> No, that's not the way you want to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for no. sure. Now, I was surprised and, and like really surprised when they killed Sisu. That oh, that shocked me. Oh, I, me too. I did not see that coming. Well, she kind of uh, become a mother figure for Raya, so she had to die. That is true. I'm I mean, kidding. yeah. You start associating her as a parent, and she's done for in a Disney film. True. But I did not see that coming. And I guess it's okay that they brought her back. I'm so glad they did, though. And, like, it was cool that it was all of the dragons that did it. Yeah. But but that really surprised me. I did not expect that to happen. I know. I thought she was just going to get injured. I didn't expect death. <laughs> Yeah. And that was really, that was pretty, yeah, that was pretty sad and shocking. And I didn't know what was going to happen, especially once everything else started kind of concluding, you know, like they, they were able to get all of those gems together and make the one big one. And they were able to have their really big moment where Raya was able to trust Namari and vice versa. And they were able to just kind of help each other that way, as long as, as well as the other, the rest of the group. And basically sacrifice themselves, you know, and put their trust in each other. So that, I mean, that, cause that was a really cool moment too. And then again, like she did, they did that without Sisu being there. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really, I think that was telling too, you know, yes, like Sisu was important to it, but, um, and she did, she, she helped them get there, but she didn't need to be there in the end. Yeah. The lessons that she had taught her wisdom had been imparted her influence and everything. Yeah. And so then when everything, like when they got the dra- other dragons back to life and everything, I think it was just kind of like a fun little bonus, I guess you could say, that they brought Sisu back. Well, So it's like, yay! I think, <laughs> Everything's happy. <laughs> I think if you're making a movie for a little bit older audience, I think it's okay to let Sisu stay dead in that circumstance yeah. and let her sacrifice kind of stand on its own. Like when you're talking about a Harry Potter type movie or something like that. It's okay when someone dies in that movie and they stay dead. But I think for a kid's movie like this, I mean, you don't want to Optimus Prime the kids. Bring her back. <laughs> I knew Zoner would get the reference from the Transformers yeah. movie, the old cartoon. It's okay that they brought her back. I think it was the appropriate thing to do. Yeah, and and I think you bring up a really good point there, Jake. You don't want to... I mean, I... Kids are people our age, my age, are still traumatized with Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was what thirty years ago, and people are still like, oh my goodness, shook over it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think you're right. That's like that's like killing Pikachu or something in Pokemon. Yeah, and not bringing them back. You gotta you gotta do that for the kids. I I think that's a really good point. Yeah, it's okay that Iron Man is probably going to stay dead after Endgame. It's okay. Let him be dead. But if it was a kid's cartoon, then you got to find a way to bring him back. Just, I don't know. Yeah. So I I like that Sisu came back. I also really, really liked that Raya had no romantic love interest in this movie at all. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate that Disney is starting 
and other companies too. They're starting to make movies with female leads who don't necessarily have a love interest, and it's okay because there's that's a like good that point with, with male they don't, leads. They like, don't need no man. They're good. Well, look at it this way: Luke Skywalker never has a love interest in Star Wars in any of the movies. Not well, just his sister. Universe. Yeah, but that wasn't like <laughs> number one weird. But there wasn't like that wasn't a driving force. And like really in Return no. of the Jedi, even before he knows that Leia is his sister, it's clear that Leia and Han are getting together and it's not yeah. gonna be Luke. And, oh yeah. And you know that. But he didn't need that love interest and and it was okay. And you don't see that as much with a female lead. A female lead almost always has a love interest of some sort. And so I was glad to see that Raya didn't. And it was okay. You can build these characters and ge- irrelevant of gender, they can succeed without having a love interest. They don't. Yeah. It just doesn't have to be part of the plot. Right. It, it doesn't have to be like, I'm sure like if it, if it was important to the plot, then of course, sure. Bring in, bring in that romance. You know, we love, we, we still love that, you know, like I think everybody still loves it. I'm not. But if love. it's not, if it's not part of the story, then don't, like, if it's just not necessary, then don't go out of your way to do it just because it's a female lead. Yeah. 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 Like, Elsa doesn't have any kind of romantic interest or... or Moana didn't. Moana didn't as well. And Disney's really coming up with these characters now. And again, I'm not anti-girls falling in love. I like yeah. love and I'm, I support love. But you can tell a story where... It's not that I don't want Moana to never find someone to fall in love with, but yeah. in this particular time in their life and story, it's okay that they don't. Too many of the female characters that have been created over time, their whole purpose is to fall in love with Prince Charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like characters that don't need sure. that purpose. Well, you look at the old days of Disney. I mean, Snow White, Sleeping like back Beauty. back when you I were mean, a kid. Back when I was a kid. Back in my day. But... <laughs> those that was the driving force in all of these. And Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just because they were based on fairy tales that were that way, but that's how it was. I mean, you look even at jungle book, it's the girl that gets Mowgli to leave the jungle. It's that love interest. Yeah. And I like, I like that, you know, we don't have to have romance in everything. Yeah. Let's just have a good story and, and not worry about all the other stuff if it's not necessary. Yep, I agree. I think the definitely big, I think this is a great movie. I think the biggest shame about it is that because of the current situation, they we were not it didn't have the big push in theaters or the big push in the theme parks or the big because I really think that this is one that could have been a classic Disney movie that Oh yeah may now be kind of overlooked similar to I think soul was a great Pixar movie that I think is going to get largely mm-hmm. overlooked because it didn't have the same marketing and everything behind it because of the situation that we were in yeah. onward is another one that I enjoyed quite a bit that started oh, to get a big push one. at the beginning, but then it was like, it came out the week before everything shut down and that. Yep. Yes. And so don't sleep on this one, either go to the theater and watch it. Or watch it on Disney Plus. It's a great film. Your mm-hmm. kids are going to love it. You're going to love it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to come out. I remember it's supposed to come out around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I remember earlier last year, before the mm-hmm. pandemic started, 
when I was working at the movie theater and getting ready to look at events and what's coming up and stuff like I remember, oh, this new Disney one is going to be a great one for holiday parties, especially with the holiday parties that Mm -hmm. kids are like, like people are going to be allowed to bring their kids to and stuff. And I'm like, hey, this is going to be a big one. Yeah. Along with the, you know, there were there were several, of course, because there's lots of movies that come out around that time of year. But I was like, hey, this is going to be key. And then we all know what happens and yeah. that changed and everything. So yeah, it is definitely a shame that it turned out the way that it did. But hopefully just by word of mouth and more and more people ranting and raving about this movie, hopefully it gets a little bit more hype because it, it is, it is a really, really good one for all ages. Again, I and my boyfriend watched it and we're, you know, we, we don't have kids. We didn't watch it with kids. Like, <laughs> and we loved the heck out of it. It was so good. And, and even the humor, you know, I think, I think, yeah, like kids would mostly get it, but I think there was definitely some humor that was a little more like subtle that you're like, oh, I see what you did there. That yeah. was great. <laughs> and kids wouldn't catch on to that kind no, of stuff. Right but. It was, it was just, it was enjoyable. It's, I think it's definitely one I would watch again. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you're right, Jake, this is a sleeper. I think Disney has come out with some movies lately that I think are very underrated. I think Moana is one that's very underrated. I love Moana. Um, I don't think that some of these films get the credit that they deserve. And I think that this is definitely one that deserves a lot of credit. I mean, from the story all the way through the visuals and the acting. I mean, just everything about this is a good movie. And if you don't watch it just because of whatever reason you come up with, you're definitely going to miss out because this, this could have been so much more given a different global situation. Yeah. And it's not a musical. No, it is not. Musicals aren't your jam. Because I know some people out there who feel that way. I, I'm not one of those people. I like musicals. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like musicals and you still like Disney movies, here you go. Yep. Here's one for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And really, I mean, it's probably been since the Wreck-It Ralph movies that Disney has done one that's not. I, I think that was the last Onward. one. Onward. Yeah, that's true. Onward didn't Although have Pixar to, yeah. does it. The Pixar ones, they don't typically do as many musicals. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, you're right. Onward wasn't a musical, but, uh, but yeah. Disney movies, But Disney yeah. animated, I think you're looking at, like, I mean, you've got Frozen 2, Frozen, Tangled. Moana. Moana that, that were all musicals. Um, and yeah. And this one is not. And that's okay. Yeah, I didn't need to be. And I'm actually kind of glad it wasn't. Because even though I love music... I feel like it would have just been too cheesy in mm-hmm. this movie. It di- it really didn't need it. It had so much else going on. Yeah. That I think if they had added in musical numbers, it would have just been like, okay, can we just continue with the plot, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, Disney does good with their musicals. And so it's possible that it would have worked, but it worked just fine without it. It, Maybe it was if- not necessary. Maybe if Lin-Manuel Miranda had done the music for this one, too, then it probably would have been fine. (laughs) You're on to something there. Yeah, that's probably a true statement for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, go see it. Yeah, that uh, will wrap up our animation April. And our theme for May is Utah Remote Con. 
that's basically what we're doing in, in May. So that starts on no. May 10th. Uh, it'll go through the 22nd. We are doing two weeks worth of panels because I don't know what we were thinking, but we're doing it and it's going to be <laughs> awesome. And by, by the time this episode comes out, our panel schedule should be finalized. Yes, we are tirelessly working on that. Working on it, furiously working on it. Not like we're furious, but like working on it a lot, trying to get it done. I can see Jake doing that. There, there may but, be moments between now and the 22nd where I feel that way, but I won't. Yeah. And, and I don't want to jinx anything, but I am trying to pull in some, some pretty cool stuff. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens, but it should be a great show. It's free. We are collecting money for Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, JDRF. They do some great work trying to look for a cure for type 1 diabetes, and they do a great job when someone, especially youth, are diagnosed with type 1 diabetes of resources for parents and and things like that to help them, and for kids, to help them kind of adjust to their new life that they get to adjust to. So we are excited to raise money for them. I think it's a worthy cause. Definitely. Also, a few days after this episode airs, we will be airing the very first episode of the Monday Morning Memory Wipe with Craig Price. It should be a lot of fun. It's our newest podcast. It is something unlike any other podcast that we are doing right now and will be a lot of networking for the Stolen Droids Network, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Craig has put a lot of work in on this, so I think it's going to be great. And if you're not familiar with Craig's work, the dude's fantastic. Yeah, you can check him out now on his current podcast that he does called Matinee Heroes. And they do, as part of Matinee Heroes, they do a show every Tuesday called Cast Off that uh, is a video show that you can watch on their YouTube channel. And he just does a great job. You can see the kind of work and preparation that he puts into the stuff that he does. And so I'm excited for what he's putting together for us. He's definitely an asset. Yeah, for sure. You said asset, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. there's, There's a T at the end. Okay wanted to make sure <laughs> there's also a t at the end of ass hat but yeah, i'm pretty that's, sure yeah, that's I not what you were calling this. him <laughs> no no he is not that he no. is an asset yes. <laughs> awesome well if you have feedback for us you can send that to us at uh what is it feedback at stolen droids.com feedback at stolen droids.com you can also follow us on all the social medias uh you can see all of our logins right there Uh, We appreciate your support. Please feel free to drop us a line anytime and check us out at Utah Remote Con in May. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.